Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network hot take. Guys, if you haven't seen a hot take before, well, it's where a few friends get in the basement, give our thoughts, give our opinions on a TV show, a movie, or a game. Today, it's going to be a game, and that game is Horizon Forbidden West. Here to discuss the cream to Deanna and Zoria, <laughs> Matt Penza. What is up, Gooch? What's up, man? Fresh off the fairway. The fairway, the greens, the course. Yes, sir. She the came. sun. Yeah, yeah, I got a little color in my arm today. I, I, got, I, got, I got color last week. I, I was I, I was sunburned my... when I was in Maryland. It was yeah. like it was. It felt like the sun felt felt like summer. It was beautiful today. It was like sixty, almost seventy all day. It was awesome. You know what is beautiful? The graphics in Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, Obviously, I agree. We're gonna be talking all about it. Honestly, I just want to like preface spoilers. Like I, I feel like it's hard, gonna be hard to talk about this game without like spoiling something and especially from the first game. And I'll start by saying, if you haven't played for Horizon Zero Dawn, it's required. Like, you need that story to kind of jump into this game and, like, re- like it, it really, it really, like, wants you to, like, you need to understand, like, what's come before, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, I don't think it's, like, impossible to play the game and try to get sure. the gist of what's going on, but it definitely helps understanding just the base story of um zero dawn especially because they dived a lot deeper into a lot of the, some of the little stuff that was kind of not background but some of the stuff with like elizabeth and other stuff in and ted farrow yeah and ted farrow all that stuff that's kind of presented in that game you get a little bit but now like yeah like you're saying Which you get the deeper dive I, I didn't think necessarily that a lot of the main story would focus around that stuff this time around i thought maybe we kind of Going into Forbidden West, I don't know about you. Do you think that there was going to be some like that Ted Farrow and Elizabeth stuff? Um, and- you know, I don't know. I don't think I had any expectations for what this game was going to be. I, I, I liked Horizon Zero Dawn. Really good game. Um, and you know, for the I guess or like approaching the end of the PS4's life cycle, I think Horizon was was awesome. Gorilla kind of you know coming from. Killzone, Shadowfall, which was their last game, and now they're doing a third-person action game. I think they did a really good job. And the story, I don't, I liked for Horizon, but I liked Forbidden West story even better. Yeah, way Cause, better. Because they're building upon the stuff that they really needed a game to establish, and now they're kind of getting in the nitty-gritty, and it's really interesting. And, like, from the first mission, from the get-go, like, when you, when you learn about uh the far far zenith the company and they're kind of like uh i compare them almost to like a spacex like they felt like an like you know they're this new spacefaring sort of company and they're trying to you know they're doing private space exploration and you know the end of the world's coming and oh you find out they're they're sending like a fucking space station to like you know like another solar system and you're like oh interesting okay and yeah like i said like spacex that's the first thing i thought of um but we're kind of jumping into it what did you think of Forbidden West overall? How'd you how'd you feel? Yeah, I thought it was just a really another really good um, title for obviously Sony's first party. I think they did enough to build off of Zero Dawn. Um, I kind of wish we made maybe a little bit more of a leap in a sense in some aspects of the totally game. Totally agree. But I think it's still a really really good game. Yeah, I think it's if if you're a um, PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 owner, I still think it's a must-play. We both played on 5. Yep. I think it's a, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful on 5. Definitely the best-looking next-gen game. Environment... Well, nah, all around. 
Who am I kidding? Aloy looks great. The environment yeah, looks everything great. Looks, everything looks fo- really fucking good. Some of the photo mode stuff, and you go in and you zoom in on Aloy, and you have like the peach fuzz. Um, the peach fuzz on the face is insane. <laughs> like you like, and then not even that, but the the reflections off the water is unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it really is beautiful. And there's a lot of environments to kind of like really get a fix of like what this game and the decima engine can do Mm -hmm. like it's not just like oh you're in uh, a forest or you're in the desert well you're in both of those places but you're on the coast you're underwater you're in the snow like you really do a lot in this game and they really decided to like fully engage on like all right we're gonna try to do like every environment you kind of know of and we're gonna put it in this game, and it and it works. I don't know if it's necessarily realistic. I mean, you can you literally walk from Vegas it does to San Francisco. It does the death strand. It does the death strand stranding thing. thing. Yeah, where it's yeah. like you, you go across. I don't know if you suspension necess- of disbelief. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you necessarily start on the East Coast in this game. Yeah, who knows where you start, right? Yeah, like, you can't really tell. You can't tell, but but then yeah, you you do the Vegas area, and then obviously you hit the San Fran, and I mean you can run there in the game if you want. It wouldn't take you. <laughs> crazy long but yeah there's definitely that suspension of disbelief stuff going on um the gameplay is still really really good i love the i love the arrow gameplay and and the i guess it's the horizon series right what would i guess we'd call it the horizon? horizon yeah the horizon series yeah um i think yeah i think it's some of them it's definitely the best arrow play i think out there in games right now. There's not a ton, but I think like the bone hour is awesome. Yeah, we haven't had a ton of bow focused games in a minute. We had the new title on um PlayStation uh it was like forty bucks is the first it's a Sony only game, but it's not first party. I think it's like their it's one of those weird ones. Um Horizon? No, no, it's it came out this year. It has a bow in it. Yep. No idea. Yeah, it hurts like pretty difficult too. I, I we're gonna we sit here thinking about the name. Um, it's only forty bucks. It's uh, I forget the name of it. But yeah, it's the only one other one they can think of aside from like Zelda. Sure. Um, then you got what's his name in Overwatch. Hanzo. What? Oh, Hanzo. And then I was gonna say Tomb Raider. <laughs> I don't remember Bo playing Tomb Raider. Very bow focused. Is the it? new series is yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want them to ditch the bow, but that's a that's a podcast for another day. Any anything else? Sort of. I mean, obviously, we're gonna deep dive, and I gotta give my thoughts. Uh, anything else for the f- initial? How you think? No. Um. The only thing is, like, they did it again. The fir- yeah. The first one. No, and did it again in the sense of oh, release date to hurt them again. Oh yes, they did that too. It's a shame. Yeah, it, it's funny because this game came out what a week or two before a week, just a week. Before Elden Ring. No, was it a week? I thought it might have been two, but I could be no, wrong. No, I think it was a week. Was I think week? it was just a week because it was that first weekend. And yeah. The, and everyone was talking about it and Elden Ring came out and Horizon became like yesterday's fucking launch. It would have, that would have happened with any game with Elden Ring. Like Elden Ring sure. took off. But like if, if, if Horizon was just out on its own or competing with some smaller titles, Horizon would have dominated the conversation. Yeah. And I do... And again, just like what happened with Zero Dawn, it was Breath of the Wild, and the same thing kind of happened. I feel bad because this is a good game, but I don't think it's... it's It is, like, the best thing it could have been. It's good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not pushing the envelope. No, yeah, I wish... We're not pushing the limit. Graphically, sure. 
gameplay wise though it's the same game yeah, you know it's it's play. zero dawn it's not much has changed there's some there's some fixes and some fine tuning and some additions that make the game better but like it's the same game it's not the assassin's creed 1 the assassin's creed 2 leap that we were hoping for yeah, I'm trying to even think of a comparison. One and two, I think that's the best comparison. With it's the- like a three to New Vegas type of thing. And maybe yeah. that's even stretching because New Vegas kind of did a, a lot of things better with its FPS combat. But yeah, I'll stick with that just for the sake of not <laughs> dragging it on. Um, yeah, uh, like I was saying with the story, I fucking love the story. Um, the yeah, I was, the um, very end... I think there's something to complain about, but like everything up until like literally the very end, I, I really liked. I liked all the characters. Um, I found myself much more attached to Erend and Varl and, mm-hmm. and even Aloy and, and, and kind of like understanding her a little bit more. Um, the open world is great for uh, what stereotypically open world games are. I'm only going to do this once. Comparing it to Elden Ring. It's hard to look at an open world like that and and like be like, yeah, I think there there's two ways to do it. Yeah, the the this post- way, and then not holding your hand and really letting the player explore and like it's it's like, yeah, like there's a lot of icons on the screen and it's it's hard to not look past it per se. You know, I think I think we're at a point where and hopefully like uh, Bethesda can do it with Elder Scrolls Six is what's the next evolution of open world? I don't necessarily think Elden Ring solves it, but I think they're they're in the right ballpark with yeah, trying think, to push the envelope. I think a good um, middle ground for that's like Ghost of Tsushima with what they did with... The, the wind. The wind, lack of HUD. There, the mm-hmm. map wasn't extremely filled with stuff. Like but it, still kind of, you know... Like Elden Ring... Elden lock Ring on to is, the Elden Ring thing. is... Elden Ring and... Um, Horizon. Forbidden West, or like on two ends of the spectrum. spectrum. Yeah, they are, and they're all, they're polar opposites when it comes to the, their open world. Yeah, their design. Um, because yeah, you open up the open world in Zero Dawn. I mean, in Forbidden West, and there's a shit ton of con- of icons. Oh, I the icons are almost overwhelming, I think. And, and the reason is there is a spot for every fucking enemy on the map. There's campfires everywhere. There's shelters everywhere. And really, a lot of that stuff is very ancillary. It doesn't really matter. But, like, I didn't shut it off and because, you know, I, I 100%ed and plat this game when I beat it. So I didn't try for this platinum at all, mm-hmm. and I platinumed it. I think there's good and bad to that. I, I think when a list doesn't make you go out of your way at all to platinum it i think that's an issue i think like ratchet for example rift apart was a better platinum because you had to like go out of your way to do yeah things. yeah to collect with some this stuff. i i do what i do with most of moral games i take my time and i kind of complete as i go as i'm doing the story and literally i got to the end and i platinumed it when i beat it what about the um what about arena stuff in the platinum? Nope. what about the not a trophy how about Neither- the um, black boxes. No black boxes. Ornaments. No, none of that stuff is platinum. I don't know. Which yeah. is strange, right? Yeah. Because it's a it's a big collection. I would have assumed a that part that of the open world. Was part you would think like I didn't finish the arena or do the final machine strike. Even God of War had a little bit of a tougher platinum for sure. Yeah, with I, the crows and and then you have to beat all the. It, it, it's just kind of strange. It's like and I didn't like the way the list was worded. I hate when trophies are just like all Tolmex. 
that's boring. You know, like I, I, I was just kind of looking at it. I'm like, I wonder why they, they decided to go so simple with it. Like, it's almost a little yeah. too dumb. Hey, you know, it is what it is. I got the platinum. I'm not, I'm not going to complain too, too much about it. But um, yeah, so the only th- things I really didn't finish are the arena and the final machine strike person who's at the arena as well. Mm. The arena was fucking ridiculous. It's tough. I don't know. Like, and I'm playing on very hard. What do you want? Just playing on normal. Okay, and I had a fucking hell of a time with that. Most of the game was pretty difficult for me. Um, I think I told you very early on, probably like maybe like before Elden Ring came out, I found I was so ill-prepared for engagements at the start. And I I think that happened, like, obviously, like, you're talking about the bow. You're going to be using the bow. But some of the other weapon types, the shredder, I found utterly useless. Yeah, I'm like, what's the point of this thing? Yeah, it's all right. I'm like, am I, am I, is my difficulty so hard that this weapon is just bad? Um, I, I liked pretty much everything else besides the rope caster that shot the canisters. I found that really useless. Um... I like some of the additions, like the blow, bolt blaster, and some of the additions they made to like the trip caster and stuff like that. I like the weapons, but I found I was like, all right, I don't know if you can add any more to this <coughs> formula. Like the bows are still great. Like nobody's gonna not use a bow, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, and 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 I think I have the same problem with the armor. I hated. I like playing, you know, fashion over function. So like, I want to look cool. I don't really care what my armor is. But like, your armors are so like all over the place it's like well like who's honestly going a trap build like who's doing that you know yeah it almost like why couldn't i just pick the look and then stat the gear like in other games what what, what are your thoughts on all that um yeah i agree i wish i think like especially with the weapons the i want a decent amount you go a decent amount in the game like not really upgrading a ton yeah you well and here's the thing you have to buy pretty much every weapon you find. I was be- like, you get weapons from quests, but like not yeah, enough you get to shard, fill you, you out. You get shards like it's nothing. Oh, I, I actually had a shard issue. Uh, I was using my shards, I should say. Maybe not having an issue, but I was I was buying stuff. I found that I was like, like I was saying. Well, you was, like to buy all the armors and stuff, right? Right, but yeah. But so I, was, I was having a progression issue where I thought I was just like, I'm not like getting new weapons. So I'm just going to buy some. And I never do that. I usually try to not just there go to a shop and fucking buy. Yeah, everything. there isn't a ton of missions that reward you with weapons. There are, like that's a lot. A lot of time, the best weapons in the game, especially late in game, come from missions. But it's it's a small percentage of the missions of a lot of the side missions and stuff that you play throughout the game that actually rewards you with weapons. So it's you get a lot of legendary stuff at the end. And yeah, I was, and I was accumulating them. I'm like, oh, these are really good. And I only got one set of legendary armor. Um, it was from the contract quest yep. chain, which is cool. And like that was the armor I finished the game with. But I'm just like, I guess I didn't really pierce the get all the legendary items sort of like line because I know the arena has them. And I'm like, I guess there really aren't that many, which is fine. And if they have DLC, hey, I, I can go back and do the arena. Realistically, I can go back mm-hmm. and do machine strike and who knows if they're going to do DLC for this game. It's I don't think it's necessarily clear. We'll talk about the ending later. But, yeah, it, it was just a weird kind of balance that they had going or tried to do. And I'm like, yeah, I think we had too much here. Too much useless. Yeah, if there was... Not so useful. There's, um, there's a good medium in between getting new weapons left and right like we see in Borderlands games. 
Yeah. And good, yeah, good getting comparison. weapons not enough, kind of like we have in Horizon. Like there was, if we were getting a new weapon every side mission we did, and whether we liked it or not, you get rid of it or sell it. I think would have been better than than how they approached it in this game, where you're not really picking up too many weapons outside of purchasing through the missions that you're doing, mm-hmm. and like gear and loot and stuff like that. That's some of my favorite stuff in games. It's why I love the Borderlands games and stuff. I love getting new loot, and I kind of without it. I don't know. It was a bit boring at times, you know, doing side missions and then turns out you're not getting any weapons. Now, the one thing is, I will tell you, they tell you the reward for the missions and side missions like as you're doing it. You can click pause and look at the oh, mission. Really? Yeah, and it'll tell you. <laughs> I don't think I So like that. I read some of the quest descriptions, but I don't think I ever looked at the fact that there was like a reward. Yeah, so I I mean I did every side mission I came across. They weren't overly hard. Um some of them are pretty cool. I felt like the, even the side missions and mission, um, what's the right word? Diversity was solid. The side quests are felt really good. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of samey stuff like yeah, at all. Yeah, and like all like I felt like I came across a lot of like unique NPCs. Except yeah. for actually towards the beginning, I thought some of the NPCs were repeating. But I feel like as I went the game, I was like, oh, like. I've seen the same armors, but like, all right, like I'm talking to different people, named people, all the Tanakh. Yeah, there's different stuff going on, which is kind of strange. It's like, you know, Catalo and Manalo and yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's like it's like Italians have vowels at the end of their last names. Okay, true. (laughs) I just found it interesting. It's like everyone has like a double letter in their name towards the end of it with like an A or an O. Yeah, you got a point (laughs) with that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the side the side mission quality was good. Um, I'm trying to think of anything like the black boxes were fine, the ornaments were fine, like nothing really to like n- super note there. I think the one thing I found annoying was the tall necks and the one that's in the middle of the map in the middle of the game that you can't unlock until the end of the game. And I'm like, why is it in the middle of the map? Because like you're not actually you like by the time I unlock that tall neck. I had everything explored around there, so what was the yeah. fucking point? That's all next should have been at the end of the map because most likely maybe you wouldn't have got to it yet because um, there is one there. I don't. I thought it was. I thought it was. That's a very nitpick thing. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> fine. Like, like I knew it was locked. I was like, hmm. I know that it's, I'll get back to this eventually, and I knew from seeing like um, some photos and a little bit of gameplay. Accidentally, I wasn't like searching for it. I knew that we'd get that flying companion you know we'd get the um sunwing the sunwing which eventually. totally breaks the game yeah which is fine that they give it at the end yeah. so opinion. i was using it to kind of explore and like discover faster and i was just like boy there is it's just kind of like some complaints in wow with flying mounts it really just destroys any atmosphere that like eh, the devs I decided disagree. to cuz at the time when we get it we sh- how I'm assuming how you just said you played versus how I played. We had m- most of the map right. unlocked. So it just it just sped things up. But I, I kind of felt I like I feel cheap just flying over everything. Sure it's cool. You got a cool vista, eh, it looks nice. Same as what about like, what about fast traveling from point to point? Yeah, you know, there's the there's that complaint there, like going back, but 
I like how they do fast traveling in Horizon. Yeah, it's a craftable item. You can, but it's so easy to craft. Yeah, but still, and I, I think I even presented the point. Maybe, maybe on Discord, which you can join the podcast description if you're not already. Um, I think I was talking about like, what if they made Discord or Discord? They made <laughs> fast travel harder to do. Like they made the crafting like significantly more difficult to craft. I think I was talking to Trio about it, and I was just like, yeah, like I don't, I don't think I'd mind that. Because, like, I, I always, I, I'm a big proponent of saying, like, fast traveling kills kills open world games. Because once you're, you got them all, you're, like, you just kind of lose the essence of the world. It just kind of becomes, like, non-existent. Like, I, I wonder what the balance of that would be. And, like, Skyrim does it, you know. Alright, what about stupid. fast traveling Elden Ring? It's, it's, isn't it kind of funny that most... From software games, you can't just fast travel, like, you know, open up your map and go. Like, they 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 give you a lot of leniency with fast travel in that game, but th- the exploration and discovery is, like, a little different than Horizon. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, there's not markers before you get right. somewhere. That's what I mean. Like, like, there's not a lot of... There's, uh, there's not... Uh, what's the, what's the word? But you still can bounce point to point. <sighs> What's the word? Telegraphing. There's not a lot of telegraphing of, of where to go. So in Elden Ring, you're just walking around and finding shit. You don't really know it's there. You're just going to kind of run into it. Whereas Horizon, like, you know, you can see kind of, well, you get a quest marker and it pushes you in that direction. And the more you go, and especially if you get a tall neck, you have all your mar- map markers around you. So you're, you know, you're going to each one and doing it. And that's kind of how I did it. Um, so fast traveling in Elden Ring, given that, um, I want to say handicap, but that's probably not the right word. That lesser experience for the map makes sense. In Horizon, it's just like it's just what open world games have, right? So we're gonna put in fast travel. I think there's like a, I think there would be a like there's a cool opportunity to make fast travel something you earn rather than a a a privilege or maybe not a privilege, but something. Yeah, no. Eh, no, not I don't. I don't think that Horizon is the one to just to you know something to, you always have. To com- I think Horizon does their fast travel well. Yeah, like, it's, it, it does it differently than most games. Like you're 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 right. Like it's not like yeah, it it costs consumables. Um, just like any other game, you have to go to the the fire. This is a campfire in this game. Well, no, you don't have to do it at the campfire. No, no, but you have to reach the campfire to fast travel there. Oh yeah, well, yeah, like in obviously. any game. Um, I don't know. I think they do well fast traveling. Do you say like an end game? No, like in any game. Oh, that's <laughs> like what? <laughs> I thought it was like. Did you mean Elden Ring? <laughs> I, like... I think I, I think I think Horizon does a fast travel well. Like yeah, it's easy to craft them, and you're probably not going to run out of supplies. But it's neat that they. And that's you... just me kind of being like immerse me further. You know, like just like how can how, how can you make an open world game still maintain its like vastness and its mystery by like capping the player making the player earn fast travel it's it's i think it's a hard line to cross because then you piss people off who want to use that's it. why i think horizon does it as well yeah because you have to craft items to fast travel mm-hmm. but i was just i would be looking like i'm just interested to see like what it would look like if it was like a more expensive craft if it would do anything um I don't know. I'd be pissed if I ran out of fast traveling things. <laughs> yeah, like imagine like you you have to go like you're in like fucking chain scrape for some reason, and then you have to go back to plain song. 
or like further than that, you know? That's a that's a long walk. Or maybe they do it like with Red Dead where you can fast travel but you can put it in cinematic mode and it just does it for you. That's also a way that Red Dead does fast travel. I don't like, but fa- makes I don't it like Im- Red Dead's fast makes travel. Makes it immersive. In the campaign, it was pretty egregious. But I see, I didn't mind it. Because of what I'm talking about right now where I was just like, yeah, I, I kind of like how they're kind of making making me like still work for things this far along. Uh, they changed that, though. They did add fast travel. No, they didn't. The game, you had to upgrade your camp all the way and then... You could fast travel areas. Yeah, and then but then you could fast travel from your small camp. They added that. Oh, they did? Yes, the wilderness camp. Yeah. Anyway, we haven't talked about um, the characters and stuff. We've been talking a lot about the world. So what do you think of Aloy in this game? I know there's kind of a lot of like... I think she's fine. I mean, I think... A lot of controversy with her for some reason, which I think people, is unnecessary. Pe- people complain about... Um, <laughs> I think it's... A lot of the characters in the game are really well written, I thought. Yes, I would agree. And and people complain about how, not cold, but how kind of... Um, no, I think cold's, a, cold's the right word. For Aloy? Itchy. For Aloy? Yeah. But I think it makes sense in her story and context. Yeah. Because, and like, if everyone was written weird like that, then it'd be like, okay, the game's not written that well for dialogue. Um, yeah. Like, but, it, but other characters are re- written really well. Um, so that's why I think like, Hey, like this makes sense for Aloy. She pretty much, just, she only grew up by herself with, she didn't have any friends growing up, you know, Ross. she had Ross and then kind of like her life got flipped on its head. Like, yeah, she, she like, recently, you know, as Loki would say, she's, uh, uh, burdened with glorious purpose. She is like the chosen one, like yeah. literally in like the most exemplified way possible. And she understands things that other only a few don't. other people yeah. know in this world. So she imagine we are in the Horizons world and we're talking to people. You would also feel there's a sense of like you know so much more and you're talking to someone who's so much more lesser than you and you're getting annoyed because like uh, Aloy is very dismissive of any tribe's sort of culture. Like, she's not, she doesn't really care. She might ask about it, but you can tell she's sort of like, okay. Like, yeah, she has, she has, uh, she has bigger um, fish to fry. You know, she, she has bigger issues. She has a huge issue that the, her world could be ending if she doesn't stop what's going on. Right. So it's and, like, and she knows, okay, well, in, for the Ataru, you know, the, the land gods go back to the fucking cauldrons to repair. Where they're perceiving it as a religious reason, and oh, it's the sign of the season changing, which you know makes a lot of sense. But yeah. a- Aloy's still kind of like, I don't really care. Uh, you know, I I need to go do something. Are you gonna help me or not? Uh, and it makes it makes sense that she's, I, I think, cold because like, if again, if you're the only person, I think you would be very abrasive to what anyone else has to tell you because you know all this stuff and like you have such a higher knowledge level than everyone and you're just kind of annoyed by everyone's like er uh ignorance and it's not to the it's not to their fault but like it's just kind of the world she's in and like you know she doesn't want help from anybody she doesn't really pursue any romantic interests even though a few characters in this game kind of like between varl in the beginning erend in the in the beginning sun king of Vod. Uh-huh. Uh, like a lot of people like show her sort of like 
affection in a like a romantic sense. And you can she, fl- she just you, really wants nothing to do with it. Yeah, and you could like fool around with the dialogue options and stuff like that. I I didn't do any romantic stuff when I nah, played. Yeah, it just seemed out of character. Like why? Aaron, I was a little more caring towards because they're friends. Mm. So I feel yeah. like I feel like she would like kind of care, but like Avad, like why would she even entertain it? You know. Um. And yeah, I, I think it makes sense for her character, and she, you know, and especially at the beginning of the game, she's, you know, she's trying to figure out what's going on with these, these like your changes in, in the environment, and she's like, you know, she, it's six months after the first game, and, and she's fucking, she pieces like instantaneously. She's like, all right, I gotta go, to, I gotta do do shit. I'm not, I don't fucking care. Like, you know, there's there's bigger fish to fry, as you were mm-hmm. saying. And Aaron gets pissed at her. It's like, you didn't even fucking stay around. Like, you know, like, and then, like, celebrate. Like, you just left. And I think he has every right to be pissed off. But then she's like, <sighs> but, like, you know, not even, like, you don't understand. At that point, he doesn't. But, you know, and then she starts letting people in. And they kind of understand a little bit more. And I, I thought it was really interesting that, one, you establish a base. And, two... You kind of have a bunch of companions, but they're not necessarily, like, you know, in combat with you. But, like, you know, Aaron, Varl, Zoe, Kotalo, Ulva. Like, all these people kind of join your team, so to speak. And they're all now on the same level as you. In, yeah, they're learning. They're like, they're using Gaia and, and the... Um, focus. The focus to learn about, you know... What's going on. Yeah, what's going on, essentially. Um, yeah, I think that... And then there's silence. Yeah, silence. Yeah, it's he's a good character. He's yeah, a like really him. cool anti-hero rival. Because yeah. he's not full bad. Yeah, he, he's definitely no. a little more like um, chaotic good than, than Aloy is. But like, I don't. You know, he's not trying to like fuck everyone over. But he's like clearly willing. No, to, no, he to put up a body count. Yeah, and to get yeah, he where he, needs he to has go. his his. It's pretty much like his. Goal may be good, but he'll do it by any means possible, essentially. Right. And if even if that means killing people yeah. and then sort of staggering Aloy. Oh, problems. I remember what I was gonna say. No, it's interesting. Yeah, she she has this this big goal, right? This this big, you know, mission that she has. And then she gets thrown she goes to the West and it's kinda like she gets thrown to the middle of a civil war that she doesn't really give a shit about. Yeah, which is but being like, caused by silence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then but then she figures out that all right, like the only way that these folks are gonna help me get to what I need to get to, which is, you know, the, the three, um, what do they call them? Um, Poseidon. Oh, the, what are their names? Are they seeds? No, they, they're not Gaia seeds or something. No. What are they? Um, they're pretty much like AI that control. What's the, what's the word? Uh, not kernel. Um, see, isn't it seeds? Uh, protocol? No. I, there's a word. There's a word we're both not Because you have to, like, get, like, the Gaia seed. Right. Yeah, you have to get Gaia, and then you're essentially recreating the Zero yeah. Dawn system. Yeah. Um, but, minus um, Apollo, because Apollo, as we know for now, doesn't exist quite yet. So we're getting Aether, Demeter, and Poseidon, which mm-hmm. are in the West, in Tanakh territory. And it's kind of interesting hearing about the Tanakh. I was kind of under, uh, like, over... I think they build up the Tanakh and you get to them and they're like, ah, oh, they're normal. They're just very violent. Yeah. Like I felt like that, like the, the way they sort of built them up to be, which I guess everyone is stereotyping them cause they don't really know them. 
and then you get to them and they're like, oh, we're just, we're tribal, we're, we dress a little differently, but like, we're pretty like civilized. And I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. They're not as like, they're not that much different from the Karja. No. And the, and the, and the Nora and, um, the, uh, Osram, mm-hmm. which was kind of underwhelming. Cause I just think like, no, I think it makes sense. And like, you see that through like history and other, and in, in real life where there's, there's this big divide between the two of them. There's between the East and the West and the East is a little bit more civilized and advanced in a sense with technology and whatnot. Yeah. And the West is still tribal. Right. And like the East kind of views them as way more tribal and than they actually are. And like almost animalistic than they really are. Right. Um, so like, that's kind of like the only idea or, um, impression she has going in. And then it turns out, Oh no, they're kind of pretty much just like us. They just do stuff a little bit differently. Sure. Um, which like I, I which I which I enjoyed, but yeah, I just didn't I just didn't find like the Tanath super interesting once no. I got to know them. The Ataru were a little like you know they're just kind of like tree huggers. Yeah, you know they're stereotypical, you know one with the earth kind of people. That's fine. And I was like, oh, like there's not just Tanath over here. Like yeah, each each like um, tribe I guess would be the right term within the Tanakh. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of has their own very vibe. unique vibe and, yeah. and um, customs and stuff like that, which I which I enjoy. Yeah, and you find out about the Civil War and Regala. And by the way, I just need to bring this up because I don't know how much we're going to talk about Regala. Angela Bassett was totally underused in that role. They should have just casted somebody else. Or, I mean... Regala that- was so just not not a main part of this fucking game. You know, it's she's barely in it. And I'm like, you got Angela Bassett to do this role. And I'm like, ugh, like it was, I think it was kind of a waste of money. Yeah, it's there. Her whole arc and her story gets told through a lot of like the camps, the rebel camps. And yeah. Stuff like and that. Caro kind of tells where, like, a lot of it. Yeah. And we're like, you don't really see her or like really what they're doing. at <laughs> Right. Like you go to the rebel camps, you know. Silence, son of Prometheus, are giving them the override tech, but like Regala isn't really involved in any of that stuff. Yeah, and you see her come up. Besides, when you first get to the West and they kill that Karja guy, they're they're letting come over. I forget his name. Um, and yeah, you know, he was the brother of um, Avad. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and you you see her there. That's the first introduction, and then you see her only two more times. Yeah, and that's it. I and know. It, I, I was know. just like, what was the point of like building her up? Well, actually, they don't really build her up, but, like, why cast such a huge actor in that role and barely give him any time? Yeah, I know, um, slight spoiler, if you decide not to kill her, she has a little bit more going on. But it doesn't affect anything. Nah, she, like, sacrifices herself, but, like... But it doesn't It doesn't, it doesn't change, change anything. anything, no. Yeah, so it's, like, empty like, choice. Like, she has, like, a turn for good, I guess, or on your favor at the end. Right. But it doesn't, yeah, it does not change anything important. Yeah, and I, when I got to that point, I'm like, I'm going to look this up. Because I I don't feel like this is, like, an actually big decision. My, and I was Yeah, right. my decision was, like, she's kind of just been annoying the whole game. Now that she, now that her character's <laughs> Like, why annoying, would I trust you? Yeah, yeah like, not like, that her character's annoying, but it's, like, kind of been in the way the whole time. Yeah, um, like, I feel so like yeah. not killing her is almost opposite of what Aloy would do. Yeah. Like, I don't think Aloy would let her live either, so that was also... Uh, decision I had to make, uh, or we had to make, um, kind of backtracking a little bit. I was really interested by the Quen. 
and Alva. I really like them because I felt they were really different from any other tribe yeah. we've gotten. They're using, so they're kind of, I guess they're from China. Um, they're from across the ocean, which would maybe be J- Japan? Asia. Asia. J- yeah, Asia. Probably Japan would be the closest. That's what I was really looking for. And like, they don't tell you. I'm like, where are no. they from? You know, yeah. like there are islands in between us and mainland China and Japan, but I couldn't imagine there'd be like this big of a civilization on one of those islands. And honestly, they're probably fucking underwater. <laughs> if you know, it, look yeah. at look at what the rest of the world looks like. San Francisco, you don't even really go to. Yeah, you know, you're, there's really no city left to, to fucking explore, which is really interesting that they decided to do. By the way, I thought you really were gonna get in San Francisco. I didn't think you'd get. And I was like, oh, they. I like the approach they took. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting to see like skyscrapers. Yeah, I, I think I was just because it was like like kind of like a Last of Us Part Two right in Seattle. Yeah, I didn't. It would have been cool. Maybe not like that, but like I, I, because I'm just like, oh yeah, like the city will still be there. Well, it's been a thousand fucking years. Yeah, like it's uh, well, San Francisco's underwater. Yeah, and like Las Vegas is, like, well, one, it the top is fucking pretty much gone, but like it's now underground and all the sand is covered. Yeah. So and like even Las Vegas, the way they did that was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That was like my favorite area i think in the game yeah when like the desert area yeah you get done the vegas um segment you get poseidon and you come out and like the power's all on and you see all the neon lights and everything it was awesome yeah yeah that was definitely i really like the quest with those three osram too yeah that was really cool um yeah going back to the quen and i was just like you know i'm like oh shit i'm like and they're and so basically like their their culture is sort of like revolves around the old ones and the fact that they use older f- model focuses to like learn information and like clearly the information is construed and and you know the higher ups don't want them to necessarily see everything and all of us kind of like curious and and like you know about everything but like you know she's only told so much and they can't oh this is forbidden we can't know this and yeah. and Aloy's like fuck that shit you know, like, just like, like, here's all the information, right? Like, yeah, screw, like, you know, just how we were talking about earlier when she's kind of just like, fuck the, you know, fuck you and your ignorance. Here's everything you need to know. Like, like, here's all this information. Like, oh yeah, Ted Farrow, not a good guy. None of these people are a good guy, but I really like the fact that they pick up that she's Elizabeth Sobeck mm-hmm. and like, they do it pretty quickly. And it's like, yeah, they know yeah like you look exactly like her. And I'm like, oh wow. Like they know that, like, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then we find out later, which is funny. There's a guy named CEO, which is CEO, which is which is which is yeah. funny. And he's supposed to be Ted Farrow. And I'm like, this is interesting. And I'm like, clearly he's. I was like, is he actually? And it's like, oh no, he's he's not. And you find Ted Farrow's sort of uh, his like resting place and like where he like escaped after he uh, wiped Apollo, and he like essentially like, uh, what's the term? Um, deifies himself to like the fucking like six people there you know he's got like big you know it's thebes right Mm -hmm. thebes is a city in egypt and he like creates like all these egyptian sort of aesthetic with him and he's all these things and you know he's trying to keep himself alive yeah he uses like a form of gene therapy to survive but and he turns into uh, have you played bioshock 2 i'm gonna i'm ages like so there's a character named Gil Alexander who like 
essentially tries to become immortal and he's yeah. this big thing in a pod. It's yeah, like, like it mutates him and screws him up. Yeah, he's yeah. like, ah, he's like a big fucking like deformed flesh thing. And like, we don't see him, but like, that's what happens to him, which is interesting because again, a, a character we knew from the first game, we knew what he did, but we didn't really know what happened to Ted Farrow after the Apollo, uh, the Apollo thing. And so that was interesting to kind of discover through a new tribe of people who were shipwrecked in um, San Francisco on the island, which is really interesting that they decided to cut the map through and just put ocean and then an island. I was like, oh, okay. Kind of interesting because I didn't really expect that necessarily. Yeah, I like the moment like when you're when you're flying over to there. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Um, who else? Catalo. Well, there's Beta. I thought Beta was gonna. I thought like from the second we met her, I was like, I don't trust her at all. I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna do that. Like, give us like a little flavor. Like that was all part of their plan all along. Um, what to have like, them beta get captured? Yeah, and then beta like relays them information, blah blah blah. But I think Ashley Birch really shows just how good of an actress she is in this game because she plays three different characters, mm-hmm. three different versions of herself: Elizabeth Sobeck, Aloy, and Beta. And they all feel very independent of each other. They all really do feel like their own people, and and especially Beta. And I, I think, like, I don't know how much of the conversations you did with all the characters, but, like, you really get a lot of fleshed-out story from talking to Beta and, and everyone else. But, you know, you find out that, like, you know, Beta is... Essentially, they, you know, reclone Elizabeth Sobek to, like, essentially just get into the facilities uh-huh. on Earth. So they're kind of like prepping her to do it, but like in a very like cold way. Like they don't really care. Yeah, they about don't. Her. They don't like treat her as an equal. She's really. I don't. Slave isn't the right term, but she eh, is. Slave is probably the right term. Yeah, like she's in like VR. You yeah, know? she's being used to. They're not like starving her, but no. and like killing her, but like she's like just sitting in a VR chair and kind of like learning all this information, and it's like you know clearly like overloading her and. What what I think was really cool was when they kind of had the conversation of, like, Beta never really had parents, and neither did Aloy, but she had Rost, mm-hmm. so she does have a father figure in her life, and, like, they kind of find out that, like, through a conversation, like, because Beta is clearly, like, a lot of PTSD, a lot of trauma, um, that, like, just... And uh, disables her from doing things that Aloy would do. And, like, they kind of, like, you know, they compare each other. Because, like, they're the same fucking person. Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, they, I guess they should kind of be cut from the same cloth. But you kind of see that both Elizabeth, Aloy, and Beta are very different people. But especially with Aloy, uh, Aloy and Elizabeth, you find out that Elizabeth is almost personality like Aloy. Mm-hmm. Very standoffish, putting everyone in an arm's length, not really engaging too much. You find out that like Elizabeth had a relationship with with Tilda, but it was it seemed to be very short and like you know not much. And she like kept you know she even kept her at an arm's length. And Aloy does the same thing to everyone else. Yeah. So it's like well you know that's where you know it's coming from because she's a clone of a person who already you know existed. Mm-hmm. So and but Beta is kind of missing that parental figure that kind of makes her like the other two. And then they kind of find that out that like Aloy. For the first time, I think, recognizes, like, what Ross did, like, how Ross influenced her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's really interesting, because, like, I didn't I didn't think we'd re-explore Ross at no, all, same. you know? He dies in the beginning of the first game, and, you know, we are click, quickly moved on from him. Yeah. Like, she always will have, like, in the first game, she always had those little um, 
moments where she'd be like, oh, Ross told me this, or Ross said this, blah, blah, blah. But, but there's not a lot of reflection. No, we, I mean, we not, really not didn't a lot get, of deep reflection. We didn't really didn't get any of that in, in the new one. So, yeah, I was surprised, too, that we got a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, and then there's Tilt, well, the fucking Zeniths, right? How, how did you feel when you found out about the Zeniths? I, like, I thought it was pretty cool. That fucking blew my mind. I did not see that. Well, once we got presented with Far Zenith, I was like, these people made it. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as, as soon as I saw them, like they're covering up, they totally made it, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I was right. It was kind of easy to see because they set it up like really clear that like, oh, like they're gone, and oh, it blew up. No, and yeah, and like I was like, I was really surprised with that direction um, that they decided to go, and I'm like, oh, are like their descendants coming back? And I was like, no, it's it's the it's the the you know it's the. Um, the old ones. Yeah. Like, it's it's the original people who left. And, yeah. No, yeah, I thought it was really cool. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I That was not a direction I expected them to go at all. Right. Yeah, It like, we went from sci-fi, we went from, like, sci-fi to, like, super sci-fi. Yeah. And then, like, especially because when they set it up, um, they set it up, like, Silas. Sort of like Silas is the big Silence. bad. Hmm? Silence. Yes, what I say? Silas. Yeah, Silas is like the big bad. But then there's also like in those conversations early on, he's like, listen, I'm not this essentially this monster that you think I am, more or less. He's like, I've, he's like, I'm not giving you all this information, but there's reasons to blah, blah, blah. So they kind of set it up like, hey, maybe he isn't the big bad per se, right? But she's still after him. And then, yeah, we get them thrown into the mix. And it's like, all right. What the fuck? What the fuck's going on? But also, like, this is this is pretty awesome. And like the armor that they have, the technology was really yeah. Cool. They 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 look, you know, like like they've evolved. Yeah, their look. I love like their look. Even like the clothes that they wore and everything. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And Carrie Ann Moss plays Tilda Div or something or whatever, some Dutch name. Uh, and did you notice that she's a big analog for uh, Gorilla, who are Dutch? She likes oh, Dutch no. art. Yeah, that was the first thing I noticed. Well, when when I'm, when you get to her house and you're going through the paintings, I was like, Gorilla's Dutch. Oh, I see what they're doing. I was like, that's interesting. Cool kind of way to sort of push the Dutch culture into something that probably it wouldn't be in normally. Yeah, she mm-hmm. has like she's obsessed with all these like Dutch artists. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Um, I really liked all that whole moment when she's talking about the paintings and um it really made me like not like art. I, I, I kind of like art before this, but like, I don't know. Like it, it just felt like a cool change of pace mm-hmm. that like, she has these such deep thoughts about these paintings and how their messages relate to the game and stuff and Aloy. Um, and I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. And, and Carrie Ann Moss's performance was great. She's only in at the end of the game, but I feel like they really got, you know, not their money's worth, but like she fits. You yeah, know? and they do really use her a lot. It doesn't feel like rushed. Yeah, you know? yeah, because I was like, oh, like I know Carrie Ann Moss is in this game. I don't know who she is. I didn't watch that like last trailer that came out. Um, I don't think she was in that last trailer. She's in one of them. Who Tilda? Yes, and I knew she played like I knew what she. I think I. I think I knew what she looked like. I think I might have. The launch trailer, whatever the last one is that came out, I just didn't watch. I think I might have mistaken her maybe when we saw that as like a version of Elizabeth or something like an old. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why. I didn't yeah, even, yeah. You know I, I, I could see sort why of, out of context yeah. you might um, think that. But even like I'm just looking now, like Eric's gear and everything was sick. 
like the black with the gold shoulders and everything. Like when we first see him, that's the first one that we fight. Right in the and, Hades proving ground. Yeah, and there's not really or lab like our our weapons at that time. Like don't do any, can't injure them or anything. And it's that crazy point, so. that Silence knows all of this from the start. All the stuff with the Zenus and what's coming. I think we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the end. We find out what's what's really going on um, and why the Zeniths come back to Earth. Um, but yeah, it's fucking... Yeah, I, they, you know, he's a love-to-hate character. Dude, I, Silence? Silence is so good. I think he's a good character. And I like that he's now, like, by the end of the game, he is on our side. And I'm, I'm jumping ahead. I'm looking forward to see what they actually do with him now. And, like, maybe he's going to be on our side. And it'll be a cool, like, okay, like, different dynamic from the first two games. Because the first two games, he's always... You know, just talking to us through the focus, and in the first one, Aloy's a little bit more receptive to him. But now that he fucks us over in Meridian, it's like, well, fuck him, and yeah. and she doesn't like him. But let, let's see where they take it. Um, yeah, and then we end up raiding the compound. Tilda kind of explains what's going on, and it's it's interesting. So there, there's a hive mind intelligence of all the zeniths that became sentient and essentially is almost like another pharaoh bot um genocide like they become that lethal and it's not a natural disaster that destroys sirius the planet they're on it's this hive mind collective ai intelligence mm. thing so they're running from it and essentially they knew it knew that they would come back to earth so they come back to Earth to get Gaia and then leave. And then uh, Nemesis is what it's called. Nemesis would essentially destroy Earth f- following them and it would buy them time. And Tilda's like, you know, Aloy, like after learning like all the stuff about her and she, she kind of uh, aspires to her a little bit, is inspired by her. And, and she's like, you should come. And Aloy's like, fuck no. And you fight her and... Very quickly kill her, <laughs> and she does die very quickly, and, like, the ending is very quick. It's not very yeah. drawn out, which I guess is, isn't is a bad thing. But, yeah, and then, we, you know, we're finding all this out. Silence knows all this. All the Zeniths, I guess, are dead. And the end of the game, we get sequel baited. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, Ugh. you know... I almost was like, I like the way Zero Dawn did it, where they really made it mysterious, but now it's like, oh, you know what this third game's going to be about. How, what did you think about all that stuff? Um, I thought it was fun. I expected us to get a little glimpse into what's coming next, you know? Right. It's a successful PlayStation IP, you know? Yeah. So, like, that didn't really bother me, and I was... I'm, I kind of... Do you think that maybe it'll lean into a DLC with that? So, and then... I did bring that up earlier. I don't know. Because for uh, Frozen Wilds was the DLC for the first one, and it's mentioned in this I f- game. I forget very lightly. I forget how the first one ends. If that leads to f- Frozen, no. Wilds. Frozen Wilds is just something that goes on during the main story. Okay. Like you can play it at the end, but it's not. It's not like required. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if if it pointed towards. And that. you know, we that's like with the Banuk tribe, and then I forget what um what the fuck are those things called? I gotta I gotta Google this. What the what the what the ancillary AIs are called? Gaia, 
for Horizon if you want to talk and buy him some time. Wait, which which um, AI are you talking about? The the littler ones. What the? You talking about the robots? No, the subordinate functions. Oh, that's yeah. that's the term. There's the subordinate function. So you find a subordinate function yeah. in Frozen Wilds. I think it's Minerva. I think. I forgot. Yeah, you find one of them, and it, and and Aloy has a few pieces of dialogue about it when she's talking to the guy, and I was like, okay, cool. But, yeah, she, yeah. She so I it. feel like for DLC for this game, well, <laughs> what are they gonna do? You know, is it gonna be really? Epi- is it gonna be like an epilogue, or are they gonna do like they did with Frozen Wilds? I, honestly, I, I think they are not gonna do a DLC. Um. Yeah, I'm 50-50. I don't know if it needs a DLC. It doesn't. This game's big. Took me 105 hours, pretty much on the dot, to complete and platinum this. I feel like DLCs for games nowadays, back in the day, used to be every game got a DLC. For a while. Yeah, for a... When I say back in the day, I mean like 10 years ago, right? Yeah, the 360 gen, PS3 gen. Every game got had a DLC, and then we kind of got off that a little bit. Um, and nowadays it's like hit or miss whether a game's going to get right. a DLC. Spider-Man for PS4 got like three pieces of DLC, but then you have God of War that gets none. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I don't really know what determines if a game's going to get DLC. It is like you're saying, it's hard to tell. Yeah. And I don't think as consumers we're in, we're in a spot where we're wanting DLC for everything, you know? There's a ton of games out, right? Yeah. There's so a like, lot to do. It's not like we're always, like, A few like, years pining. ago, we were like, oh, like, this game doesn't have DLC. What the hell are they doing? Blah, 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 you know? Right. Now it's like, I think they're fine if they don't do DLC. I would like them to do um, a new IP before they go back to Horizon. You, oh, okay. I think. I, not that I, not that I am not on board with your idea. New IPs are always great. You think um, they're going to finish a trilogy before they go into a new one? I don't know, but I this game's only going to be a trilogy. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're going to go beyond that. And I'm cool with that, you know. And that's why I kind of dislike the, oh, great, we're getting another one. You know, it's always, with games, it's always kind of like a bummer. Because, like, like, look at Death Stranding. Death Stranding has a really good, conclusive ending that, if Kojima wanted, he could do a sequel. But the ending really doesn't tell me that he necessarily, like, directly can and it leaves a lot up to the imagination to, like, you know, and, like, Kingdom Hearts, a game that is getting a sequel, Kingdom Hearts 3, it's the same way. It's like, oh, there could totally be a sequel, but, like, there's really not enough here for me to really know what the sequel's gonna be, where this game is just blatantly, yeah, we're gonna go up against Nemesis, so, you know, we got the band back, except for Varl. Varl, mm-hmm. uh, you know, passes away, or gets killed by yeah. Eric, one of the Zeniths, and... Yeah, but, you know, Silence is on the crew. Like, now nah, we're going to stop Nemesis. It's like, it's a hard setup. It's, it's, you know. That was a hard setup. I, I, I don't know if they're going to do a new IP. I, I couldn't see why they would. Well, I mean, what else are they going to do? Right. That's like, like no, no, no. Post, so, <laughs> post the third Horizon, like, what else are they going to do? Of course they're going to Oh, a new IP. IP. Well, no, I meant, sorry, in between this and the third. Um... I think because how they set it up, they're probably not going to. But I would have liked them to do a different IP in between. And, you know, while we're talking about the third game, I really need I need Gorilla to push the, what this game is doing. I think, like, if they just kind of made another Forbidden West, another Forbidden West-esque game that's just, like, not pushing the limits but making the game better but not doing enough to be in the end of the game, uh, game of the year conversation. It's a good game, but it's... 
it's not going to win awards. No. We're going to forget. Well, we're going to roll around December. Some, it could win some like stuff. Like We're going to be talking about Elden Ring still. Yeah, Elden, Elden, Elden Ring, Ring will sweep. be Game of the Year without it's a go- doubt. Yeah. Without it, a doubt. Uh, yeah. Like Starfield I, I, I know have Starfield a does not have a chance. Yeah, I don't think it does. Um, it does I think, however good Starfield is, Elden Ring has broken the zeitgeist like no game has in a very, very long time. And I, I don't think anyone could have anticipated the way Elden Ring was going to do. Like, we know Souls games are popular, but this game is just like, it's piercing the veil of of pop culture. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's fucking wild. And Horizon really, like got left in the dust of, of Elden Ring and like, you know, everyone seems to like this game, but as for the conversation, we're going to get to the end of the year. And I think we're going to forget about this because we already kind of have, it's not in the conversation much and it's not a bad game, but no, it's it do- a good game. It, it doesn't do enough to be in contention with Elden Ring. Yeah. I think it's like, I think it's one of the best, um, exclusives. Oh, yeah, I mean, for Obviously. Sony, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's probably one of the best, like, stereotypical open-world games nowadays. Yeah, I think, it, think I think it does open-world stereotypically well. Well, yeah. It's not, like, it's and, better than fucking the trash Ubisoft puts out. Yeah, and I, th- and I think that is more, like, the issues with the open-world um, elements in this game, I think, is more at fault of just the state of open-world games today than how... Well, Gorilla's making them. Yes. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, it was, it was beautiful. I liked the, I'm glad we kind of got away from, yeah, there was some desert stuff, but I thought like this world way more beautiful than, than Zero Dawn's world. Yeah. Zero Dawn is very much a little snow, mostly forest. Yeah. It's a little bland sort of, I think in in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Zero Dawn. Yeah. We didn't really get into the, into the. Robo dinosaurs, but right, we didn't, we didn't. I, I, they're still really cool. <laughs> really quick, let's come back to that since we're talking about Horizon Three. I did want to say, like, okay, so we kind of established what we think they need to do with it, but where do you think they're gonna go? Um, Horizon. 3? So where they're at on the west now? I mean, I have my guess. He's gonna go like follow the what's it called? Go the Japan. Queen? Go Japan. I think that's Asia. logical. I think that makes sense because it's the only yeah. lead to another. Civilization, I think. All right, I got it for you. Unless they just stay in America and they go somewhere else. No, I think they could uh, make their way north, hit like Washington State, go up Canada. Washington. No, no, no. Washington State, go north. Oh, go to Canada. Yeah, not DC. You know, like yeah, Washington State. Yeah, yeah. Seattle, (laughs) Canada, hit Alaska, and then from Alaska, that's where you get. You can hit parts of Asia and then come down and hit Japan. Yeah, I mean, getting there, I don't really care the specifics of it, but like. It would make sense be just based on what narrative narrative threads we do have, but they also could just go somewhere else in America. You know, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna get totally new tribes again with with the next one, and they're gonna do something different unless they do the Quen, and then maybe... I, think Quen, I think that's probably makes the most sense because like they established it came from across the water, right? The, right from across the ocean, so they established that you know they can get on this big shit that they have. Right, and, they can they can build, you know, and make their way across, you know. Yeah. So I think that makes the most sense where they'll, where they'll go next. Yeah, and it's like going to Japan or China doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be like Japan or China as we know it. 
you know, stereotypical. Yeah, yeah. The you know the land, you know. But they, Jap- they talk Jap- about how they have issues with flooding, and that makes a lot of sense because China's like China's a very wetland sort of region of the world, especially certain parts of it. So like, it's probably all fucking flooded, <laughs> realistically. Yeah, I hope. Um, I would like to see Japan more than China. I think that'd be cool to do because you could of, do both though. of the wild things they could do because like realistically, Horizon's world is much more prettier than what our world actually looks like. Yeah. It's, it has a lot of, like, fantastical elements to it. That makes any yeah, sense? Yeah, it's not like... Um, it's not that the stuff isn't... What's the best term? It's not that it looks fake or... It's very, like... The greens are much greener. The Everything's a lot brighter. Like, the, it's more colorful than our world. I think it's a word. It begins with EX that I'm looking for. I don't know, but, like... Extra, probably not that, but but yeah, yeah, like it looks real, it looks believable, but it's also like way more. I don't know. Yeah, but I know it's, what you're saying. You know, it's it's it's. I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough <laughs> way. To, it's tough to explain it because it does look believable. It looks real, but also it has a little bit of pizzazz to it. Pizzazz, pizzazz, pizzazz. And I think in wrapping it up, the machines, there are a shit ton. Of new machines, I got. I got to give it to them. Um, I was kind of impressed by. They're just all the, really cool. Too. The There's... sheer amount of enemy variety of machines there are. While the humans, I think, are boring, and I don't want to fight them. And sneaking is not as fun as it could be. I don't want to fight humans. I just want to fight the machines. The human stuff. I like. I if they got rid of human counters altogether, <laughs> I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, it, the human it really just feels right. like they put it in there to put it in there to yeah. give some diversity. Yeah. To the combat, you know? Yeah. It makes it makes some sense in the story that there are humans that you're going to be fighting, obviously, right? Right. But, um, yeah, there's not, like, one... Like, all of the machines, you can tell they put a ton of time into, like, every single one. Yeah, a lot more time than the first one. Yeah, because they're all super unique, and they all have, like, really, like, different and... Um, unique parts that you can hit off and everything, and they, they just, like... They're some of my favorite enemies in current day games right now. The machines that we get in Zero Dawn. I think they're like some of the coolest looking, and and you know I love ripping off, ripping off pieces for it to collect and stuff like that. Like it feels really good taking them down and like ripping off you know a piece of of armor or like a canister or whatever feels really good too. You know like it, it's. It's well done. The combat. All the humans, with them. You just like you're either fucking you headshotting them head-shot. or you're stealthing them and you're smacking them with the spear. And I, and that was another thing that I feel like they they tried to improve. Like I liked the trees in the end game. I didn't like all the powers in the beginning because I was like I didn't really know how to use them all and like some of them are kind of useless. But I did. I was using like you know the health wand and then the the the, the overshield wand and the power shots. I was yeah. really switching between my um, valor surges a lot once i like unlocked and kind of upgraded them and i did like that but i feel like the melee wasn't like it was better but it wasn't as fine-tuned as i feel like it needed to be i still felt very floaty and like melee combat was almost like i could just shoot this guy in the fucking head with an arrow and this would go faster yeah you know i never felt like the melee uh was where it needed to be, and it wasn't in in, in her in Zero Dawn either. Um, yeah, I think maybe so. Then there's improvements still to make with with the combat and stuff. Yeah, I think maybe adding some more 
um, melee weapons in general to maybe mix up the gameplay that way, you know? Because they're really... There's the spear. It's just a spear. Just a spear, right? Right. With the melee? Yeah. That's it. But then you have this entire, like, warrior skill tree, which just makes emphasizes melee on melee, but it's like... There's not a lot of variety in your melee to begin with, you know? Mm-hmm. I think maybe, like, if what if you could have axes or, you know, you name it. Mm-hmm. Just add some more. I wish there was more weapon. There's a ton of weapon variety, so, like, I might sound crazy saying it, but I wish there was more exciting weapon variety or or more... It comes down to there's not a ton of loot that we got, I think, as you progressed. It didn't match your progression. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing about the progression, the level cap was a fucking big mistake. I thought it was fun. You get to fifty, and you there's how do you fucking progress besides doing quests? You just feel like 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 combat and and killing things besides getting their what they drop is like almost worthless. Like I I don't think there should have been a level cap, or if there was, it should have been like sixty or sixty five. Because I hit fifty. And pretty, not pretty early, but like I had still like a decent, I hit, I hit 50, 50 before, when I was on the island. Oh, I hit 50 before that. I hit 50. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I hit, I'm all very hard. I don't know if it changes things, but. I hit 50 um, before you get the, the Stormhawk. Mm-hmm. Before, I hit it pretty early, but I also like knocked out every single little side quest I came across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Like I was, yeah. So it sounds like you played pretty, very, very similar, but mm-hmm. you're on the lowest, lower difficulty, which shouldn't matter all that much. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think of anything else we didn't hit. I mean, I think the combat was was kind of like the last thing on the on, on the cake here. Uh, as I'm trying to think of anything we missed, I didn't like the puzzles. They were very stupid. Like that mm-hmm. one I got stuck on that one night that I yeah we were talking and I was like. Dude, I can't figure this out. Gonna, puzzles were hit the one thing. The puzzles were goofy. There was this I don't know. I think they were just designed very poorly or like the environments they were in just didn't help the like the 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 quality of them. Um Oh, there's I thought the underwater stuff was cool. Yeah. You can swim. Should have had swim. combat. Uh I don't know. Yeah, I know underwater combat isn't popular, but like the fact that you can encounter machines and you just run from them, there should be something you can do to defend yourself. Oh, how did you like Machine Strike? Um, it's not, it's no Gwent, that's for certain. It's it was neat. I, I yeah, spent neat like, is good word for it. I think. Yeah, I I spent like like an hour or two one night when I first got into it, like playing it and going to different towns and playing it. And I enjoyed it, and then I kind of just like forgot about it. I it's think the quest fun. around it, which there isn't, they should have put something around it. Sort of like they do with the fighting pits. Um, they put like a quest around it, which gets you um, a melee upgrade. And But like they, they should have had a quest revolving around Machine Strike. Other than just challenging the final person. Yeah. Like you should have been like, you know, like Cyberpunk does that with the fighting rings. And they did in Witcher 3 and, and in Cyberpunk. Um, yeah. I think that really is it. Penza. Anything else? No. Before we wrap it up. I don't think so. I mean, it's... It is a... It's a very good game. Could be better. It's got a great gameplay. I hope they make the leap we're hoping for in this one and the next one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but I think Gorilla's like in a really good spot where once they're done their trilogy, I I got full faith in whatever they have coming next, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like Yeah, they, I, I definitely am not worried. Yeah. For whatever comes next. Um And I, I don't think I had a lot of expectations for this game either. I didn't I didn't really either. Like I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because we played Horizon so Zero Dawn so long ago. It was one of the first games I got for my uh, PlayStation 4 when I got it. What it year was, was that? 2017? It came out in 2016. I think. Yeah. Because that's when I got my PlayStation 4. It came out that February with Breath of the Wild on Switch. I'm trying to think what my game of the year was that year. I don't know. Spider-Man? Nah, Spider-Man 2017 or 16? 16, I think. It's probably Spider-Man. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it's going <laughs> to make any noise come awards. Nah. It'll get some recognition. Elden Ring is just going to sweep the fuck out of everything. Yeah, it'll, it'll get some recognition And we don't even, sure. like, we don't have, a, I feel like, like, we don't have a ton of games that came out this year just yet. Um, I mean, a lot did come out, but, like, you know, Sifu and like the, like Elden Ring just is trouncing, ev- is going to trounce everything. Yeah. It's like, there's really not a shot. Like, I think Strangers in Paradise is funny was like in the conversation. <laughs> people, for what? More people, for what? Conversation for what? People were just talking about Strangers in Paradise more than Horizon. Because I think of just how meme and goofy that game is. People were still talking about it. It yeah, was Strangers in cr- Paradise came out like a month and a half plus after Horizon. Yeah, right. And that was like Three weeks but that ago. game is like not nearly the quality of these two games. No, but it's still funny that people are talking about it, and you can watch I our review just, now. On I it, think but people were talking about it around around its release. People cycle. people got something out of that game, which I found not surprising, but I found interesting. That like I mean I did, but um, a, a majority of people got something out of it, which is a cool, I guess. Um, yeah, but it's going to be interesting to see where Horizon stacks up against whatever else comes out this year like again we have starfield but we don't have that too many games coming out in the summer uh that we know of we'll probably i mean it's probably you know set in stone that we're not going to get like you know any august drops at this point like i don't know where like no anyways. and they what did they say anything about we're thinking god of war earliest maybe ah uh, it's, it's i think it's 2023 there's no way they show us a decent amount in the in the little preview trailer, got way more than I would have thought. Twenty thirty-three. I think Holiday could sneak in. I think. <laughs> I think Holiday be, could sneak it, in. It, it it would be interesting to see Starfield go up against it. And I don't need the two open. Well, God of War won't be open world. Hopefully, it's like semi open world, linear open yeah. world. Um, I just. Doing, do, I'm you know this review would have been happened like weeks ago. Fucking Elden Ring didn't come out. I don't know when the fuck we're gonna review Elden Ring. I'm nowhere near close to finishing that game, and I'm like a hundred plus hours. It's it's wild. Um, uh, but yeah, gotta get done. I got the Elden Ring plat, boy. Gotta get it done, Gino. You know, hundred percent it too, right? Um, that's, Eventually. that's a question I've been asking myself. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do once. I, I, I don't know. If, I don't think I'm going to plat it before I beat it. Wait, what? Elden Ring. Well, I can't can. actually. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't you know. You can't, how... you can't plat it before. You can't hundred percent. Right. But I'm trying to like hundred percent as much, like finish every quest line before I beat it. I might try to do that. I probably will. God um, damn, Gino. I don't know if, well, you need, there's three different endings that you need for the hundred percent. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, everything I can do in one playthrough before I beat it. Yeah, you can get a good amount done. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully that Elden Ring review will be up soon, but it is not just yet. Guys, if you've been watching on twitch.tv slash Network, Network, we thank you very, very much. You can catch this podcast anywhere podcasts are found, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, wherever you listen. And, uh, of course, you can watch on YouTube.com slash Network. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at DelcoNerds, as well as our Facebook uh, page, Facebook.com slash DelcoNerds network um we have an email delconerds at gmail.com comments questions concerns things for the good of the group send us over there um all this info can be found on our website delconernetwork.com where you can also join our discord page um where we talk about all sorts of shit horizon and elden ring included guys thank you for listening and or watching stay nerdy and we'll see you next time peace